right, this is WVLP 103.1 FM, Porter County Buzz. Uh, this one of your hosts. This time, we'll, we'll do it in the beginning, Greg Sims. The other host is Andy Bozek. And we have Jesse Butts on from the Porter County Library System. He's the executive director. That's right. Okay. Because some people are just directors. Some people are CEOs, CFOs. I'll take it. <laughs> Well, welcome aboard. I know we've had you on in the past, so uh, uh, what has changed besides the weather? You were here last well, time. Well, hold on real quick. We want to mention our sponsor. Oh, that's right. It's uh, it, it's Bozak Family Lights. No, that's not our sponsor. <laughs> they wish. They could only wish to be our sponsor for that. No. Right. I don't spend money. We, we collect it. <laughs> Yeah, no, the Independent Order of Odd Fellows, uh, Chequick Lodge number 56 is is our sponsor. Uh, and, uh, and and real quick before we get to Jesse, the, they're celebrating 175 years in, in Valparaiso, Indiana. And uh, there was an awesome shindig last week at the uh, uh, chamber. Well, the chamber had a Christmas party, and it was sponsored primarily by the Odd Fellows. And it was at Journeyman Distillery. And it was one heck of a, a, a deal. It was, uh, yeah, what a night. Uh, so Beautiful facilities. We toured it uh, a week or two ago, Greg and I and a few other people, and I was blown away with the, uh, the atmosphere and how cool it is in there. So I can only imagine how, how fun that event was. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, is the library system part of the chamber? We are, yes. And nobody was there that I saw. No, I wish so, I would have heard about that opportunity. Yeah. Oh, my God. Had there I known, I would have said so. That's Greg. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with it. It's not me. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> but anyways, there's always next year. That's right. Next year. But next year we'll be in a chamber building, which is still just fine. Well, here's the thing. Good or bad, I don't know. You guys decide. When it's at the chamber... The food is is uh, usually now they can change it every year, but is um, Picks uh, Tavern is the uh, caterer, and it's usually very good. And uh, and drinks are whatever not whatever you want within reason, but I mean it's a it's open bar. Mm -hmm. At Journeyman, it was uh, they they did the food and it was it was tasty. They had meatballs and uh, I'd never had them before. It was a macaroni ball. Oh yeah. Okay. And then they had, yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Whole bunch of cheese, big chunks of blue cheese. Um, and then they had, uh, their desserts were catered by Susie's Cafe, which were really good. And, uh, but the difference, you walk in and they gave you a nice, um, oh, it was a cocktail with uh, more, tasted more like a, a apple cider kind of a thing, was spiked with some bourbon. And or whiskey, I should say, not bourbon. And um, and then you get one drink coupon. Although I had people here, I'm not going to use it, so I had plenty. It was one of those weird things. <laughs> but you know what's and, and it was a nice open space. Whereas in a chamber, it's in separate rooms and stuff, and it's not that it's crowded, but it was a little bit more um, intimate. Yeah. So I don't know which one was better, but they were both, uh, it, it's outstanding, and people were dressed up, and people made fun of my outfit. I had a nice velour red top on that I got in Macy's in Chicago. But uh, but anyways, since you guys weren't really there. really manly. Yes, really it was. Really manly, Greg. It was. <laughs> it, and my tie, I had a tie on, a uh, candy cane tie. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, 
So next year, you know, either one or both of you go, you know, it'll be, you, you'll have a nice experience. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Andy, I hate to tell you this, but uh, that's not why Jesse is here today. He's not here to hear us tell stories about uh, the journeyman or, or other things. <laughs> you have to go with the velour. <laughs> actually, while we're talking, I should uh, pull up a picture and uh, show him what. Uh, no, you might accidentally hang up on me. And if I do, well, you'll just have to call back. We've done that before. <laughs> Here's it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I hope that gets posted somewhere so people can see that. <laughs> nice. See? And, and he's going to be jealous. But uh, anyways, so, uh, Jesse, you are here to promote, well, to talk about your stuff, you, any stuff you want. Yeah. But I know the biggest thing is you have a... Um, a giveaway, a book giveaway going on. You want people to register and it's, uh, just go ahead. <laughs> yes, yeah, so um, we are one of the newest libraries that have joined in and actually our entire county has, so it's both us and the, the Westchester system as well for the Dolly Parton Imagination Library, which is a really fantastic program that takes kids from birth through age five, if they've registered and live in an area, will get a book mailed to them each month until they hit their fifth birthday. Okay, birth. As soon as so, you're so, born, you can register <laughs> your first month, you will get your book. And, and I imagine this is more for the parents to read it to the kids laying Literacy in a crib. is super important, even you know, just when it's starting out, getting those words read um, as often as possible can help increase that literacy and reading comprehension when they get to school. So Now really see, important. when Andy was a kid, his parents uh, read jacket covers of the rock albums, you know, nice. and usually it was hard rock, <laughs> so you can see where his influence is a little bit and how he turned That's out. That's probably true with my mom. Yeah. <laughs> Andy reading is good reading <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so i have a question you you, you you got this new program but kind of um i want to talk about the program but i kind of want to understand the differences between the westchester public system and it's the porter county is that everybody else but westchester's in the porter county library system or how does that break down and work yeah so the westchester library system serves just westchester township and i believe they have two branches, a history museum, and a community center. And a 3D printer. And a 3D printer, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the Porter County Library System serves all the other townships throughout the county. We also do a lot of sharing back and forth, oh. so we have a great partnership. And if you have a card in Westchester, you can use our library system and vice versa. So it's a good relationship. That's cool. That I didn't realize. So how did it, do you, do you know how it got to be to fragmented units like that or why it's like that or so do you with, not know the history I, I don't know all of the history i'll say but throughout the state um different towns counties townships uh, kind of formed their own libraries as mm -hmm. they saw fit up until the um early 90s hebron was actually its own library district yeah. until it came in and so there was a lot of consolidation effort in the 70s and 80s and then into the 90s to kind of bring different districts in, but they didn't have to. It was all about local rule and how they wanted to manage and maintain their own library systems. Wow, that's really interesting. So, I, I mean, I knew they were separate, but I, I didn't realize that uh, there was that cooperation. I knew you guys shared books, but I didn't know the library cards were interchangeable. That's really nice. Yeah, as long as you've got a library card at your home district, you're able to come in and use our library. I mean, encourage people to visit throughout because each library has kind of its own feel and flavor to it. So you might say they're separate but equal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is that the same thing like my wife? And I, I'm not familiar with this, but she somehow rents books online from the library. Yeah. Um, and is that the same service that you guys offer? Or could she have more options if she signed up for your service? Do uh, you have that service? We do have that service. We're in a giant consortium with about... Oh, maybe 210 libraries or so that we share the mm -hmm. ebooks back and forth. So it's a very large grouping. Um, oh, wow. It allows us to be much more effective with our tax dollars and really focus on buying exactly what you want when you want it as opposed to having to pick and choose. And so we have a very large collection, well over a couple hundred thousand titles that are in there that you can, you can check out. We add more every single month. We're actually going to be doing a giant kind of end-of-year purchase to really try to fulfill as many holds as oh. possible for people getting those new um, devices for Christmas. Oh, wow. Well, I know it, it's not just the electric ones, because I've got books that were from downstate. Yeah. You know, you open it up and see where it's from, and it's like, holy crap. Yeah, we do a lot of sharing. That's kind of the foundation of libraries. Mm -hmm. So we're in the Evergreen Library Consortium, which allows us to share physical materials, and there's well over 100 libraries that share that throughout the state of Indiana. And then the digital one, and it's digital books, it's audio books, it's magazines, anything you can imagine. Electronic. Magazines? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, a lot of those ones that you used to see at the store that kind of have gone out of print business, yeah. Yeah. they are sometimes available electronically. You can get those and check them out on an iPad, if you, for example, or a phone. Okay, on a phone? Mm-hmm. Now, what about, uh, do magazines, are they checked out? Years ago, you couldn't leave the library with them. Can you... You're you can take those home now. Oh, you can? Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. Times have changed. <laughs> yeah. Very I, progressive. Huh. <laughs> do you guys do the same with newspapers? Are those No, nope, newspapers, or? we do still stay in-house. Um, okay. And we do have electronic newspapers. So New York Times, Wall Street Journal, um, those are available electronically, for example. You can check it out from your house. And, again, on a smartphone, on a tablet, whatever you'd like, and you can read wow. those newspapers. I often check out the Times um, at home and read it in the morning. How do you, you can check uh, out the, the NWI Times? Uh, no, that's the actual New York Times right now. I wish <laughs> the York, okay, New York okay. Times would. Yeah. I'm sorry. Thank you. So, so how? Okay. So, so how would someone do that? They, because I've got, uh, you know, they just go on the website and it says, you know, you get Porter County. That's how I usually do it. Yeah. And then you you got your your card number, right? And you do that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, so now then you go to like newspaper, you search newspapers. We have a little spot that you can go to in our catalog that says digital resources on it, and. When you're able to do that, you'll you'll be able to select, and we have dozens of electronic resources um, that you can have access to, ranging from well, foreign language databases, um, more things for watching movies for at home, for example, um, or then again the the newspapers. We even have a, a nice tutoring collection where you can do one-on-one wow. -on -one tutoring at night. That's one of my favorites when I can't answer my kids' math questions. <laughs> <laughs> just, just need to know two plus two is four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and here I'm trying, oh, here, okay. The Where we are, Andy, uh, and the, the internet's not very good. But uh, let's but, see here. Yeah, inside our actual catalog, we have a little section up towards the top, and on a regular computer instead of a smartphone, it'll actually say um, databases there, and you tap on it, and you get access to all sorts of different electronic resources. What the heck? And we put them in. Categories. Okay, so we're getting a little we're getting a little far ahead. Where do you go? What's the website? And then what do you do? Because Greg said you do this, this, but he didn't explain what that was. I didn't so. say anything. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Jesse's got his. We both have our phones out. His is much better than mine, you know. Okay. And uh, I guess that's what being an executive director does. It gives you a better phone than than just being on the council. <laughs> so but, for here, if you go to. <laughs> PCPLS.org that gets to our main website 
and mm-hmm. we have a little spot right in the dead center of it that says search our catalog and once you've tapped on that you'll have access to everything electronic physical and then again the database is up at the top so how do how do you mm-hmm. I, I mean when you you say uh, uh electronic does it have a little spot that says electronic or you just well on my smartphone it's got a little picture of a fella next to a computer which isn't great oh okay um, but on a desktop, that would actually say digital. I think it's digital resources, oh. if I recall. Because I'm still on a blank screen here. It takes a little time downstairs sometimes. But oh. that would be every, and we try to categorize them as best we can. Things like automotive and hobby, business and legal, history and genealogy, lifelong learning, and then read, watch, and listen um, is where you kind of get to those newspaper sorts of things. And so, like I said, the Times... Um, the Athletic, Wall Street Journal, all those are available on there. I'll be darned. Okay. Yeah, we're always trying to. That is a nice resource. Things. So it's just every day you just click into the. You, you you have to navigate it every day, like every this, three right? days actually. So for some of these resources, it's very easy to get into, and we don't decide that. That's the vendor that we purchase these oh. from. So for example, um, Mango Languages, the learning app. Yeah. yeah. And so right that one, right there at the top, the second one in. This one. Okay. Yep, there you are. So Mango Languages, for example, is a foreign language database. And that one, you download the app, you log in with your library card and your password, and then you're done. And you won't have to do that again. It's a mobile app that you download that's on your phone. And there's like 76 foreign languages you can learn in there. Holy um, crap, so I don't need to do, uh, uh, what is it, R- Rosetta Stone yeah, and all this, that stuff? This takes the place of a Rosetta Stone. But then Holy for cow. the New York Times, for that one, you check it out and you get a three-day pass with it. So you get all the content for oh. three days and then when your three days are up, you just check it back out again. I'll be darned. Okay, this is pretty cool. It really yeah. is. That's, a, that's such a nice resource that if you're not able to go into the library, there's still the ability to at least view some material at home or you know from your comfort of your phone or wherever you're at. We keep adding more and more electronically because statistically that's where our usage has been driving for the last uh-huh. couple of years significantly. And so... More books, more audiobooks, uh, more movies, all electronic, and then these sorts of materials that you can access from home as well. So I can. Did you guys have a pushback with artists or, or, or authors because they would sell more books potentially if it wasn't this easy to rent a book or to take out a book electronically? Was there any kind of pushback from them when this all happened? No, that's a that's a good question. No is the answer because they are significantly more expensive. Oh really? Oh, really? Oh. So a regular book might cost us in the neighborhood of nine to fifteen dollars, kind of thing. Mostly because we have to replace it when somebody damages it, or after a lot of time of usage on it. Um, electronic books might range from twenty-five to one hundred and twenty-five dollars, wow. depending on what it is. Wow. Oh goodness! Yeah, didn't expect that. But you, you usually get though. double copies, right? You get like a, a, a paper copy plus an electronic copy? Um, depends on the title and how popular it is. Um, we're kind of, we find ourselves on patron-driven acquisitions. So if somebody wants it, we try to buy it. And if lots of people want it, we have a holds ratio that kicks in. And when it hits that certain number, then we buy an additional copy of it. That way we try to fulfill that as quick as oh. possible. That oh. allows us to be really super frugal with our tax dollars, um, yet still be able to satisfy as many patrons as possible. And being in those consortiums really helps that mm-hmm. all these other libraries also borrowing th- or buying things that we can borrow really helps spread that burden out quite mm-hmm. a bit. Wow, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, so so Andy, there's no reason why you can't learn a foreign language. Yeah, is it a book on tape? Because if it's not a book on tape, I'm not interested. <laughs> I will tell you, it is one of the coolest things you'll ever see in that, it's a, a step-by-step in this app 
that shows you how to use it, um, including uh. it offers um, voice um, inflection checking with your microphone, so you can check yourself against a really? speaker for inflection patterns. It um, has nice. all sorts of little nifty tools in there. Um, native speakers speak it. Some languages even have foreign languages that you can movies that you can watch in the foreign language Holy to cow. learn along with it. Um, and so, what is that called? History. It's called Mango Languages. Mango Languages. That's pretty cool. I've never heard of something like that. Yeah, it's, especially it's, it's a free service from the library. That's yeah. amazing. And so that one's going to be found underneath our lifelong learning section. Oh, and I was just actually in that one. I was just going, what is in here? That's okay. where we got our great courses, for example. Mango. Yeah. Right there. There you are. And it's an app you download and you're off and running. Wow. It's really, really robust in most of the languages. I mean, it's really impressive. So, Andy, you can learn to go to a French restaurant and order some French fries <laughs> <laughs> or French toast. <laughs> that's cool. Because you are from French. No, that's a big thing. I would need to learn another language and then not be able to use the words correctly. I would sound so much dumber. So <laughs> that's a really cool service. Well, and the nice thing about this is that it's, it's designed to have you up and running. It's not supposed to replace a college course, but it's supposed to give what? you the foundation to get out there and explore and engage on your own. Uh, okay. That's see, really cool. Okay, see, it says audience, adults, children, everyone, parents, seniors. Am I in the right thing here? There's oh, even, you're covered then, Greg. They, they said seniors. There's even uh -huh. one for little kids <laughs> called Little Kim. It's a children's oh. version for just for kids in the same sort of uh -huh. setup. Is that easier, though? It is easier. Um, so Little Pim's from the same company. It has fewer languages, but it's much easier to use. So for maybe it's better to do that one <laughs> no there i will say the nice thing about it is that it really does build you up slowly okay you gain a lot of confidence in it huh so it would be good oh they're great <laughs> and there's no shame in starting with little pin well you know as weird as that sounds years ago um well i was a special ed teacher for many years but even when i wasn't um there were some kids just couldn't read very well yeah and there were some times where i say you know what? You got to pick up a book, and and you know what? If you start with a cat in a hat, who cares? Mm -hmm. And then you progress, and you progress pretty quick up there. But you got to start start slow and move up. Yeah. So it sounds the same way, or else what are you gonna do? You start with something uh, more heady, and you're not gonna learn anything. No, you're just gonna give up. Yeah, it's frustrating. Yeah. So, huh? Little Mims, you said right? A uh, little Pim is the kids' version, and oh, Mango Languages is, is the adult version. Okay, I'm writing this down. And really, Mango, like I said, 70 different languages to learn through, um, especially those kind of core languages like Spanish and French and German. They have very robust libraries where it's multiple lesson plans wow. too. There you go, Andy. Now when you're on a little vacation for uh, the wintertime, you know you know what to do. While hey, everyone I have hard enough time getting through foreign languages in high school, so I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> so I never took a foreign language in high school or college. Oh, uh, we had to. Did they, um, so is there other learning things on this website as well? Like, oh. is there stuff that teach kids stuff, like fun of fun activities or anything like there, that that we could talk? gobs of things. Um, really? And really, I mean, just in the, um, I mean, as you go section by section, there's automotive and hobby stuff. So for adults, you can look up uh, oh, wow. car data and things. Really? All data, for example, is comprehensive automotive di diagnostics um, and repair information. 
so you can look up and work on cars and trucks. We've got crafting things. We have the great courses. Um, oh, my daughters would love the crafting thing. Oh, they're a blast. <laughs> oh, okay. So how are you finding that stuff again? It's all in that same spot. It's all underneath the... Yeah, Lifelong uh, Learner. Yeah. And then okay. you just go through and you'll start to see them all. And there's just dozens of these that we have in here. Okay. See, I stopped at World Book Online. Yeah. Oh, but I don't see any about automotive. Um, so automotive is under the automotive hobby, hobby, and it's all data and Chilton right across the top there. Um, but to the kids' question, we have a students and learning section, um, and uh -huh. those range from A to Z to the world um, that offers comprehensive um, information on countries, cultural information, and interactive maps for kids. Um, wow. You've got, and I, I mentioned the tutoring session. That's my favorite because. It is live one-on-one -on -one tutoring from 2 o'clock until 11 o'clock um, every day of the week. And so wow. you're getting somebody with at least a master's degree in that subject that can walk you through. They won't give you the answer. Well, that's not fair. That's not right. I just Google. Well, I'll just Google the answer anyway. But if you want to know, it, <laughs> how do I do it? But I just want to get get my work done so I can get a grade just for tomorrow. Just get the grade. But for those kids who care more, mm. it really does give them a lot of help. They also have writing assistance. They have test preps. ACT, SAT test. Did they write my papers for me? Um, no, that's what the no, ChatGPT is. Yeah. <laughs> no, but what I will say is that I run into that a lot. Where uh, my son and my daughter, they're, they're freshmen and sophomore this year. Mm -hmm. And my, my daughter's in some advanced math classes. She'll come home and she'll be like, hey, Dad, can you help me with this? And I'm like, I haven't done geometry in so many years. I have no idea. I can't even Google it because, I mean, obviously I don't really know what I'm Googling. So that tutoring thing is a, a huge help because I'm not able to help her. And I would like to understand it too. So we could ask the question and both learn from the answer. Yeah. So you'd go, the, the resource is, the company's called BrainFuse and the option is called Help Now. And they have a little mm -hmm. live tutoring, which I just tapped on it now and you sub you select the grade and so you said um sophomore and geometry and then it's also available in spanish which is great oh my goodness see um, <laughs> and then you tap get live help and it's going to connect you with an actual tutor so we're going to get one on the phone right now <laughs> well here's the great thing about it for public safety they will not be able to see you they can't talk out loud but they can type to you back and forth. And so we have somebody oh. on here who just popped in to give us a hand. They have a whiteboard that you can interact with. Um, there's all wow. sorts of great options to help kids learn. So you just ghosted this guy. Just ghosted him. But I'll say my kids were having trouble with algebra and it allowed me uh -huh. to, to really help them. And I, I mean, I was struggling. I didn't recall it from 20 years ago. Right. Yeah. And she, they were able to help us and chemistry help as well. I mean, every topic you can imagine are in there. Wow. Okay, that's, that's pretty a big, impressive. Big deal for me. That's I mean that's life changing for me right now. I wish I would have known that last semester. Well, and one of the best <laughs> things cool. about it is it's accessible to everyone. A lot of folks can't afford a tutor, or the school might not yeah. be able to provide one. This makes it accessible to everybody, regardless of income. But now, so that, so a kid on their phone can get tutoring help themselves. They don't need yeah. a parent, right? Yeah, exactly. My they just need a library card. To yeah. so I guess we need to do that. It, 
people can only access this if they have a library card to start, correct? Depends on the resource. That one, no. That one, oh. anybody can get it. Uh, oh, so this is going regular online. Yep, just oh. we're able to pop into it through the link on our website and you get access. Most of these, though, do require a library card okay. to authenticate against our system just to make sure you're in good standing and whatnot. Okay, wow. That brings up a great question. How do they get that library card? Can they do it online? Do they need to come in? You're going to have to come in eventually. Yep, as long as you're inside of our taxing district, which is, again, everybody but Westchester's township. You'll yeah, just stop by the library. <laughs> you're going to bring a piece of mail with your driver's license, show that you live there. Okay, so okay, so a driver's license. How many pieces of mail with oh, an address? Just just something showing with your address. Just one. Just one's fine. Just okay. show us something that you live there. Okay. If you, even if you don't have that driver's license. And if you do have the driver's license, you're good to go. You can fill out the online registration, um, but you'll need to come in to physically get that. To verify it. So yeah. what if there's a young kid who doesn't have a driver's license, yet there's someone who's 13? Well, I guess what's the youngest somebody can get a card? Um, off the top of my head, I think it's around the eight range. We have a juvenile card. Okay. Um, it's kind of a special limited access sort of card. Okay. So they can bring in a parent or guardian. To, I think that's what Andy has. A little juvenile, yeah. I had that for a long time. a juvenile card. The library was right down the road from my house when I grew up in Highland, so I would be able to rent my own movies and bring them home. Problem was, I wasn't returning them, and my mom got mad, so I did have a limited card after that. <laughs> That's what we see sometimes. Why does it not surprise me that Andy does not return things? I gave him a wrench a year ago, two years ago. I never got it back. Well, that makes sense. It's probably up on a Santa Claus is probably holding it. Hey, it's part of the show now. You're never getting it back. <laughs> Oh, that's really cool, though, Jesse. I, I'm glad you explained all that and, and how to do that because, you know, I just my kids were just actually at the library the other day, and I was surprised how much it's changed. It seems like, at least uh -huh. Westchester, they are more free now um, with the amount of books that they would allow. I mean, when we were younger, they were limited on how many books you could have at one time, and that number's large now. They're also allowed to be checked out a lot longer than it used to be. I mean, I remember a week or two. Some of them are a month now. Um, so it seems like the library systems as a whole, and I, I – maybe Porter County as well, I assume, have become more free and more open to trying to allow more people to utilize it and not scare people away with fines and, and trying yeah. to, um, I don't know, it just seems like you guys have moved forward a lot from when I was younger. Yeah, the Porter County Library was actually one of the largest libraries and one of the first in the state of Indiana to go to fine free. Oh, wow. We did that back in 2019. And Fines were a very antiquated concept. They thought that it would teach responsibility. That's not our job. Um, <laughs> and they thought that it would make you bring the stuff back. But what it really did was shame you into not coming anymore. Oh. And so <laughs> by removing that barrier to access, it opened up a whole world of, of assistance for mm -hmm. folks. Uh, at one point, there were 19,000 kids in our county since 2000 that couldn't access the library because they had more than $5 on their fines and their card. Wow, 19,000. Yeah, 19,000 kids. And so some people did worry stuff would never come back or we'd get, you know, we'd just be like a free bookstore. But the reality of it is that things come back just like they always did. And they actually came back at a faster rate because oh. there was no shame. You didn't yeah. have to walk up and say, I don't have any money, but here's your book back. Um, so it really <laughs> did increase access to materials like crazy. And a lot of libraries followed suit and went to that mm -hmm. fine free route. But we are all about trying to reduce the barriers to access and to pro provide these vital resources to the community. These electronic things are only a fraction. When you get in in person, you're thinking about printing, computer and internet access, faxing, notary, all these other things. Those are barriers that some people just can't get past because there's a financial component. Making the library free and accessible 
reduces as many of those barriers as we possibly can. So now, uh, let, let's say, okay, somebody was listening to the show and they go, man, I, they were talking about something with the getting a card and, and getting the access. If they go to the library mm -hmm. and they go and apply and they say, can somebody help me navigate through this? I'm sure there's somebody there that would be glad oh, to yeah. help, right? Yeah, I've okay. got, I got tons of employees who are excited when somebody comes in to visit the library for the first time. We, even have a, we have one of those giant library cards that kids can get their pictures taken with, too. So. Oh, here I oh, thought you were going to say cool. a big bell, ding, ding, ding. Oh, that's a good idea. I'll try that. Yeah. But I know my kids get really excited because the libraries have also... And I mean, maybe I just don't remember, but when we were younger, it didn't seem like they would have library clubs, they would have these events, but it wasn't um, as interactive as now. Where I, my kids walk in and, you know, they're young, you know, six year old, they're out playing with different toys and playing on the computers. And then there's games and puzzles and different things. Is, is the Porter County Library like that as well? I'm just, I'm familiar with Westchester, so I apologize. That's why I'm asking the no, question. That's the way okay. I, am. I love all libraries. We're big fans. So, <laughs> uh, what I'll say is that we, each library in the in the world really has their own unique mm -hmm. flavor and so we all have different games different activities different things we have things ranging from um, tablets the kids can check out that are interactive mm -hmm. the kids can play with while they're in-house all sorts of unique games with but those stay in-house though those ones do but we also yeah. have ones that can check out and take home too wow that's uh, cool i didn't pads. know that dozens of them you can check out board games and take them home even we've got now sewing machines so lots of different sewing things. machine how, how about started? a carpet cleaner? Not yet. I need a carpet cleaner. <laughs> there are some libraries that do that. You gotta get Home Depot for that, buddy. <laughs> but we've got. If I can get it for free. <laughs> we've got um, giant big blue blocks and Lego clubs. We've got Thomas the Train tables and internet stations and things the kids can jump and play and run on. And so most libraries try to be that third space concept outside of work and home where a family wants to come in and spend their time. And so that's kind of what we've try to design our spaces around is the pursuit of that idea that we want you to come in and experience learning and literacy in a new way again accessible and i know uh, uh you're going to be working with the opera house and doing some programs mm -hmm. and stuff there so yeah. that's another uh have you met the new director yet i have not yet. okay I'm looking forward to it but we gotta we, we try to partner with just you know really it's dozens of organizations from Portage Valpo and Porter County Parks Departments to um, work develop workforce development groups. Um, we're, we're doing a lot with um, kind of accessibility and disability awareness things, things like um, sensory rooms, things like mm. comfort dogs. Um, How about dogs. comfort goats? Not yet. The dog is the big <laughs> hit. Caleb the comfort dog is our biggie. Okay. Um, the kids read to the dog and just goes off fantastic. Really? Um, okay. So we offer, really we offer... <laughs> probably in the neighborhood of 50 or 60 programs a month spread throughout the county, sometimes more, um, all of them free mm -hmm. of charge to the patrons, um, and really games and activities every day from kind of scavenger hunts and searches around the building every day to mostly, again, programs throughout the day. Wow. Not bad. See, Andy, even you can learn something over there. Yeah. Oh, that's the thing is, you know, you're talking about the, the wanting to go to learn different languages. That's not my flavor, but there's so many different things that you could do at this library. I mean, it's amazing. It really. Well, and we also you know, build ourselves as kind of a small business incubator type of thing, too, or a. You know, we got financial things that you can do to help yourself oh. if you want to invest. Like, let's just say you're, let's just say, comp, you know, basic things. Your dishwasher goes out. 
We have access to Consumer Reports Online's database that you can take with you while you're shopping for your new dishwasher oh, well. in the store. <laughs> um, all again, Oh, all you don't need to pay for the subscription. That's a big thing. Exactly. Same with That's the because, economist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. See, Andy, when you uh, trade in your, your black uh, SUV with pink stripes on the side, you know, yeah. you can you can do a little uh, research on it. Exactly. Well, I mean, I've had we're, we're we're about ten years into our home. The water heater's gone out, both the refrigerators, the washer, the dryer, the dishwasher, and I've had to fix them. So, I mean, that would be a, a great tool to because eventually I'm going to have to replace them. I'm only going to be able to fix them so many times. Yeah. Um, but a great tool to have. My wife sat and talked to the salespeople, and I don't like to, so I sat on my phone while she talked. <laughs> I researched each of the options and then showed her what, what we should get. And then she, she does the rest. So it was really useful. It's kind of funny. Hey, uh, and uh, this is WVLP 103.1 FM, Porter County Buzz. And uh, we're sponsored today by the Independent Order of Odd Fellows. So I just uh, give a little shout out to them, too. And uh, so yeah, both our podcast and our radio And the podcast. We're on pod- yeah, we're going worldwide now. Worldwide yes, now. absolutely. Um, so, so Jesse, the, uh, uh, let, let's go back to, <laughs> I, I know one of the original things was the, uh, the Dolly Parton thing. How do they sign, yeah. did, did we talk about how they sign up for that? Well, I guess to start with, um, it's, Dolly started the program back and you asked her before we started the show, what, when did it start? 1995 is when it started. Oh, okay. Wow. And it says they shipped out over a million titles by 2003 and wow. they have a goal of going worldwide. So the state of Indiana, the governor decided to add this in as a, a funding component into their state's budget. And so 50% of the cost of this program is covered by the state, mm-hmm. and 50% has got to be covered locally by a nonprofit. Oh, okay. So for us, that's the Porter County Community Foundation. They stepped up in a big way. Mm-hmm. Um, they're kind of combining it um, with their Seeds of Promise initiative. Um, they're doing such fantastic work over there, and so mm-hmm. they s- decided to step up and be that sponsor. And then myself and the Westchester Library Districts together are handling the administrative side of these things. Because while What's Dolly doing then? Um, what Dolly does, and this is... Smiles and look pretty. So it is. <laughs> she got her name on it. <laughs> so what she does is she, she has this, for them, <laughs> It's a massive foundation that has software, staff, publisher, negotiators, all this stuff. She buys the books... And then a local nonprofit covers the cost of shipping, which is about $2.22 per kid per book per month. So, to me, in the neighborhood of $28 or so a year Mm -hmm. um, for these kids to have these books. And so, for us, that local sponsor step up, the local champions, the Porter County Community Foundation, Mm -hmm. and they are just. Thank goodness they did, because that's, a, that's it's a it's a challenge for a lot of organizations to be able to fund that, but right. they understand how essential early literacy is. So is there a number, like uh, you can only do 5,000 books? Because, I mean, will they match no matter what your number is? So what the nice thing is, is the state of Indiana covering 50% of it yeah. definitely does open things up. Mm-hmm. We've already had private donors starting to, oh, okay. to reach out to support that's this, cool. um, because we want this to be a community-driven effort, right. because... Having high literacy rates really does benefit everybody in Porter County. Sure. So we launched it the week before Thanksgiving. I launched it on a Friday. Um, I thought over the weekend I'd maybe find a kid or two and test them out and see how it went. <laughs> yeah. I came in on Monday and we had 1,116 kids registered already. Wow. Uh, we were supposed <laughs> to be awesome. closer to three or 400 for the year. <laughs> oh, my God. 
So, Three or four hundred for the year. That was because you add a few on every month, kind of thing. So I was a bit taken aback. By that. Uh, uh, yeah, you pan it, w once you got off the ground, and they gave you CPR. Uh, yeah, uh, and my, my staff were laughing because I was like, "Oh, there's more." Because it's, 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 it's both great, and it was we didn't even really know how to use the system yet, so it was a little a little startling. Um, so as of today, we are sitting at nineteen hundred and fifty kids registered for the program. Wow, which is Jeez, based off of Dolly's estimates, that was supposed to be like year three. Oh, wow. um, so which is a real testament to our community that they're so excited about this program sure. and eager for it. Community Foundation is handling the, the payment. And then Westchester and I, we, we enroll all the kids and get them all signed up and they're mm -hmm. off and running. To sign up, you just go, you actually can just Google Dolly Parton Imagination Library and there's a check availability option on there. And if you live in Porter County, you're in. Wow. That's all it takes. The entire county is covered. And then do they pick their own books? Do they come normally? Like, is it a, anyone that's like, say, newborn to five months or something, oh, they all get this book to start and it goes on from yeah, there? So every kid that begins gets a modified little engine that could book that's Dolly's, like a custom book for her. Oh. And then every kid that graduates on their fifth birthday gets the same graduation book. Oh. But every other book in there is different depending on your month or year oh. that you're in the program. Okay. And so it's always different books coming out. They get mailed directly to the houses mm -hmm. of these kids. If somebody moves or if it's not deliverable, the post office is going to collect it, and then they'll give those to us so that we can give those to other kids who might not oh. be in the program yet, which is great. Well, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I'll be there. So they really do a, a wonderful job trying to reach the, the books to the people. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. And mm -hmm. it, we're going to be pairing it with some programming at the library to mm -hmm. kind of, here's the book you just got, here's some programs to go along with it, trying to add in that every child ready to read programming that our librarians are trained to do for youth programming. Now, do the uh, schools ever, like, find, well, this is this is to five, so it's, is that kindergarten? It is. That gets, okay. that's the reason she chose that is because now you're off and going. Okay, and so, so now it's up to the schools to kind of pick up, yeah. whatever. But we're, okay. but we're hoping with this program, um, and with our programming and using the library, we can try to set these kids up for success because mm -hmm. there is a literacy gap, especially after the pandemic hit, that you can see it in the schools. They, they know that they've got some, some catch-up work. So we're going to try to help these younger kids start them off on mm -hmm. the right foot so they're ready to go for kindergarten. Now, what about uh, daycares and stuff? Do you, do you ever deal with them and say, hey, listen, you, gotta, you might have a bunch of kids in here that all are reading the same book or... Uh, so we, we some it depends on the daycare that's at. We have different librarians who pop into different daycares that have asked okay. us to come in. But yeah, one of the more challenging things in our county is actually we have so many schools and daycares getting out there and getting the word out is always the challenge because there's just so very many. And we have about 95 staff members mm -hmm. and out of that probably in the neighborhood of 20 or so that are kind of youth focused okay. and head out there. And so it's a challenge to hit all these schools. Wow. There you go, Andy. You got another job for you. No, oh, is he not on anymore, Andy? Oh, hey, you there? There he is. Oh, he's probably running around his basement drinking a beer. No, I'm not drinking a beer, but I am doing laughs. No, but I was asking, I tried to ask a question, and uh, I apologize, I had myself muted. But I was wondering, um, do you see a literacy gap between young boys and young girls? Like, or, Because in my family, I have two boys and two girls. The girls just, uh, 
got off and, and loved reading and they're continuing to do it. And, and my boys kind of, you know, less interested in it. Do you guys see that? Or do no, you guys- we don't usually see those sorts of numbers. That's going to be more at the school district. That's going to see those okay. things. Um, Anecdotally, I'll say that my boys are voracious readers, as I think you would expect from a library. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think they have a choice. No, they were they were reading at college level back when they were in fifth, sixth grade. Yeah. Because wow. They, but we don't. You can read anything you want. So yeah. they were reading encyclopedias, then James Patterson all over the place. What is this? What is this magazine with these girls on it, Dad? Can I read that? <laughs> Oh, that's okay. But no, I was just curious if you guys, if you have seen that. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> oh, no, I heard someone cough, sorry. <laughs> no, I, I tell you what, Jesse's a trooper. He's got uh, uh, some uh, cold and some other stuff. And, and he, oh, jeez. You know, Thanks they, for coming in. he braved it and came out and yes, well, we appreciate that. Well, these are important programs. Yeah. Every time we can get the word out, it's, it's well worth it. Yeah, that's the thing, too. So how are... Um, other than on your website and stuff, uh, is there like a billboard or something somewhere? Or uh... I wish. No, social media is the best place to okay. get information about us. Or actually, in our branches, we have bulletin boards throughout that people frequent. Um, but if you follow us on Facebook, um, Instagram, we have a TikTok channel that a lot of people follow. Oh, okay. Um, but that's you know some of the best places to kind of see what's coming out there. But then we encourage people just to stop into the branches because mm-hmm. there's new things being posted on our bulletin boards every couple of days. So where are that's the bulletin boards? Like yeah. let's let's use downtown. And how Valpo. many branches are there? Yeah. yeah. So for branches, there's five branches spread throughout the county. We have Portage, South Haven, Hebron, Coutts, and Valpo. The bulletin boards are actually in the entryways, right? When you walk in either doors, you're going to oh. be able to see some bulletin boards. And our Valpo branch, especially as you go up the stairs into the second floor, we have poster holders kind of lining the walls. Oh, okay. Um, up in the elevators, you go up. Um, and then every single one of our desks, we have flyer. It can be passed out and handed out. We have television screens that show upcoming programs on them. Um, yeah, I, are they in your gas pumps, you know, where you can uh, have a little commercial oh, on the gas boy, pumps? I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That might be, you know what, you wonder. Uh, maybe that's something that we can do. I get like get that. See if the gas stations would uh, somehow, I don't know how that works, but something I've, to look into. I've even got a green screen sound editing studio at the library in Valpo that we can make a little commercial and throw on there. I like that. With a background oh, of cool. uh, anything you want. Exactly. <laughs> I like that. We'll have Dolly dancing in the background for us. See, it sounds like you've got everything in the Valpo library except the 3D printer. Except the 3D printer. That's right. <laughs> oh, they don't have a 3D printer. That's no, Westchester's got different. one. Yeah. I know no. Westchester's got, I think, a couple. Because I remember last time we talked yeah. about because I, I still have my little... Uh, my duplicate challenger and all i need to do is put a little stupid antenna on the roof mm-hmm. and i know a 3d printer will do it but i just haven't done it <laughs> not quite a priority it's no big deal but uh yeah that's cool so plenty of opportunity now um and i know you have displays up for uh seasonal stuff so i'm sure you got christmas you gotta okay i, I was in there actually today yeah. i picked up a couple of books um you have a tree uh, a, a tree of green books. Yeah. How the heck do what? Uh, where do those books come from? The shelves. So what I will say is <laughs> I feel really stupid about this because <laughs> I did something similar at my old library before I moved here. Every year, my staff took donated green and green books, and we built a tree by hand every year. It okay. Took like five hours a year <laughs> to take it down and put it up. It was so heavy and miserable. What the staff here did 
is they took and cut out a round base and then they glued or screwed the books into it <laughs> and put wheels on it. And so now we can wheel it out and wheel it right downstairs. And the first time I saw it, I was like, wow, I am not bright because that is a perfect idea. Yeah, but what if someone wants to rent one of those books? They can't. Nope, those are all old donations, <laughs> junky books. Um, yeah, but it is a, it's a huge draw this time of year. People love to get their pictures taken with it. It is pretty cool. Andy, they have one in Westchester? No. Oh, wait, you've, you've never been to your library, have you? Oh, no. I go, yeah, I go there quite a bit. Uh, the kids make me go there. <laughs> Actually, my grandpa, uh, my dad takes them there all the time. They love the library. But we haven't really gone to the, it's called the Hagman or Hag yep. Hagman Hagman one in Portage, yeah. Porter. Yeah, I have, I have not. I've only been there once. But that's a very cool one, too, Greg. They've got a, a fireplace inside that they light in the winter. Really? Uh, wow. Yeah, it's Maybe we need one of those. I would like one of those. Pretty cool. Um, what we have are some gardens, though. That's some new, exciting things that we've had. Oh, that's cool. We have our Rotary Library garden here in Valpo that kind of spurred some excitement, and so we're building them um, countywide now. And so our that is a beautiful is, area. Oh, it's 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 fantastic. Beautiful. Hugely supported here at the Rotary one, but the Portage one is going to be almost twice that size. Wow. Um, very large garden. It's going to feature a. Uh, a sundial, among oh, other things. Wait, is it, isn't that the one we donated some money, some ARPA money to? Um, that, the council? Yep, that'll be the ones that are at uh, Portage, South Haven, Counts, and Hebron. Yeah, and yeah so, those, those look like great programs. Oh, they're great. And so <laughs> the, one in, the one in Portage should be done. It got a little bit of delay here. It should be done by around May or so. Oh, okay. And then same thing for South Haven. South Haven's going to be my favorite out of them. Um, I'm kind of, we've done a lot of just fun exciting stuff in there one of the best parts is going to be musical stepping stones so the kids will go in and you step on them kind of like that movie big or was it big yes the piano it, it almost i want the piano but i gotta find a donor for it it's too expensive but these are actually multicolored. each one's a different color and i think there's six or eight and there you jump on them and they make a, a chime noise to it huh. and it leads into our magical music area and so it's inside of the tree cover there's mushrooms and cat tails and everything else that you can play. Music Sounds like on. a magical mystery tour or something from the late '60s. Little, you know, maybe, maybe a white bit. rabbit is gonna pop out somewhere with uh, Janis Joplin. Not yeah, what? No, not Janis Joplin. Uh, who's the white rabbit? Uh, Jefferson Airplane. Grace Slick. We won't <laughs> oh have any God. of that. Just kids' music features. <laughs> no, no rabbit hole that people no. can get lost. No, no Maybe. Alice. There'll be actual rabbits out there. We, we have oh, deer, cool. turkey, all sorts of things come in through the property. There. Really? Yeah. It's really oh, the South Haven is probably, if you're just driving around, stop by sometime. It is one of the most unique um, unique pieces of property you can imagine. It's all wow. surrounded by woods. Huh. Is that a newer property? Because I, I drove by it the other day, and it was one of the first times I actually noticed it was there. Well, that's because um, we cleared out the underbrush of the trees. We're oh, there. Oh. We used to leave that up because we... We didn't know, but we thought that was healthier for the plants. Just oh. it, let it be nature. Um, turns out, no. <laughs> Hack it down. So did you find it by reading a book? <laughs> <laughs> we actually reached out to the Shirley Hines Land Trust, oh, okay. and they came out and looked at it and gave us some tips and tricks on how to keep it healthy and happy. You know, the other group you can have is the uh, Porter County, uh, the Extension Purdue Extension. They yes. they do a wonderful job too. But uh, yeah, nothing wrong with the, the Shirley Hines Trust at all. But I'm just. Yeah. Just so, yeah. And we've cool. had them out. They're the ones who sometimes bring us 3D printer type of setups. Because they, have, <laughs> they have a traveling setup of that sort of thing. Maybe I need to go see them. They're it is Christmas time. Yeah, yeah. 
But uh, no, that's cool. And uh, oh, this is uh, WVLP 103.1 FM, Porter County Buzz. And uh, we've got uh, Jesse Butts on from the, uh, the executive director of the Porter County Library System. And uh, we're sponsored by the Independent Order of Oddfellows, Checkwood Lodge number 56 in good old downtown Valparaiso, Indiana, for those of you that are listening worldwide on the podcast. So, uh, so I have a question. Where's where's the main office? Where's the, the main um, library building, or is there one? Yeah, so Valpo Branch is our main branch. It's on 103 Jefferson, and so just one street off of the kind of the main drag downtown, uh-huh. um, and our Rotary Garden's right across the street from it. Is that where you're at as well? It is, but I float around to all the branches, and so I try to hit them every week or two at the at the least, kind of kind of travel around and pop in and help out where I can. What made you become or want to become an executive director? Did you work your way up to the library system? Oh, not at this one. Actually, I came in as director for this one. I was a library director in Sycamore, Illinois, uh, before oh, this, okay. and my wife and I liked this area. Had been oh. here before, and. I have kind of an interesting background with uh, multi-unit retail experience plus a library degree. When you're managing so many branches spread throughout a system, having that multi-unit experience can really help. Mm. Oh, yeah. Lucky enough to get it. And we've been here for almost six years, and so we absolutely love it. Oh, yeah. Well, we're lucky to have you. I've heard good things about you. (laughs) Thank you. And not only from Greg, from other people, too. <laughs> My family has genuinely enjoyed being here. We live up off of the Long Lake area, and so it's just oh, beautiful. a great place to be. Long Lake, this apple. It is. We're just north, so we're in an interesting spot in that... We're just a little baby sliver into Liberty Township, so my kids oh. were supposed to go to Doonland School, yeah. um, but we had the Valpo address. So instead they go to Morgan? Instead they go to Morgan. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> I'm from a town of, my graduating class had like 78 kids in it. Oh, okay. And so we like that really small, small experience. Yeah, nothing Morgan's wrong with that. Yeah. Great school. All my cousins go to, to Morgan, the Lemons family, oh, and yeah, uh, yeah. yeah they, uh, they love it out there. It's a great school system, and great, great teachers. And it whatnot. is. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, but but anyway, so what else uh, is uh, does Santa Claus uh, come make a visit or some reindeer um, so or uh, at some of our holiday open houses this year? No, but I know that our Couts branch. I don't have the date in my head right now, but I know the Couts branch is having a visit from Santa this year. Okay, how about the Grinch? Uh, no Grinch. Dang. No, we did just get to have an ice carver though who carved oh. Bluey, which is apparently a very popular. God, I keep hearing about this Bluey, but I yeah, it's not it's Everybody not Blue's Clues, Blue. right? It's different than no, Blue's Clues. No. Oh, it's this different. Is a blue, but I and so I like him because I have a blue healer as a dog at home, and okay. so it kind of fit for us because our dogs need to be. But we had an ice carver out in front for our Valpo holiday open house last week, and he uses a chainsaw and cuts a giant block of ice and wow. made a bluey character. And the kids just went crazy for him. Oh, My kid would love that. Yes, they had a blast. Wow. Yeah. No, I know nothing about that. Well, hey. Because you asked about Santa, I'm going to get a quick fun because I know you were getting. I, I don't somewhere. remember. Did I ask about Santa? I, it might you not have been. I think I might have Grinch. I don't know. I can't remember what I say two seconds ago. <laughs> Since this show's going to air before. Well, actually, we have one more air. But next, the 20th, on Wednesday, the 20th, here at the Bozak Family Christmas Light Show from 5 to 7, we're going to have free Santa, free Grinch, Mrs. Claus, um, hot chocolate. Picture area, hot chocolate, marshmallows. Um, candy canes, all free. If there's so, no marshmallows in the hot chocolate, I ain't coming. Hey, I ordered them. They're supposed to be here. <laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> it's a but if you didn't have a fan, I was jumping in on it. <laughs> so, uh, 
Yeah, so so what is it? Okay, so I'm going to get a, a candy cane and a hot chocolate with some marshmallows in it. There better be marshmallows. Yep, and a free light show. You get to see a light show. Oh, okay. Okay. And I think Greg Sims is coming down to interview people for our radio show, too. I think that's happening. Yeah, we talked about that. I'll bring the the recorder and just kind of interview people and see what happens. And we can always do that. I'll do it with you. I'm not not taking the photos this year. I thought you were the Grinch. No, 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 no. I'm not... uh, Not active enough. <laughs> Can't move that bit. We got a really good Grinch. He's got just such a great personality. That's uh, it's very attractive for people to come because he messes with you. He's great. He's That's great. Awesome. <laughs> I think last year a kid punched him and another kid kicked him in his shins. You know, a good Grinch. <laughs> and and the kids' names were Bozek. <laughs> <laughs> that I believe. Uh, Do you have any other programs coming up? I didn't mean to. Again, I know it's getting close to the end of the show. Is there anything that you wanted to cover that to bring up now? Well, the truth is we have things constantly. That's what last time I was here we talked about how there's just there's actually too many things to even start to talk about. <laughs> absolutely a massive amount of things. What, I, what I'll say is that as we enter the Christmas season, the holiday season, there's a lot of gift giving going on out there. A lot of people getting tablets and smartphones and things like that. We offer one-on-one drop-in tech assistance to help you learn your new device. We can help you really? set up your phone or your tablet with new library apps, teach you how to use them so that you don't have to spend money on Amazon um, wow. book services or whatever you might be doing. You can just come in and get those included automatically. You've already paid for them. So, yeah, you can stop in anytime and learn them. So, okay, so if I download, okay, I go on your the, the website and look at the mobile media yeah i need do i need a special thing to download it and read it or is that automatic so um the the book app that we use the most is called libby okay Um, it's a free download in the app store and you plug it in once you've downloaded libby by overdrive Uh you you download it you put in your library card number and your pin number um, and then you're off and running and you can just search and start checking out books immediately and we're talking frankly hundreds of thousands of titles available to you you can put holds on titles that um, you didn't see that you wanted in there, or ones that were checked out. And but so, you don't need if it's if it's a vid or if it's a um, a media book. You don't need to. They have thousands of copies of that, right? Or, no, is, or do, actually, it's very oh, you're kidding. Back to uh, Andy's question about um, how do they get purchased? Yeah, um, there some of the times they're one copy, one user. Oh no! That's how publishers are able to ensure that revenue comes in um, like a traditional book. So you're saying that not only are they more expensive, but you only get a one or two? Depends that, on that. So there's what the heck? there's multiple varieties that you can order from one copy, one user to multi-access simultaneous usage type of ones as well. And so there's different purchasing models for different publishers and different titles. I'll be darned. And so I have And see really my wife to... runs into that. She'll yeah. have to she'll have to wait on a wait list to get that book for it to pop free. So that's Yeah, and yeah. one of the things I'll say and so right now if you're just looking in here, there are 260,000 books available. That Is that the li- in Libby? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we're part of the Indiana Digital Library. And actually, we were uh, one of the founding members of that consortium, which was awesome. We helped kind of put it together. Oh, that's cool. But, um, and one thing to tell your wife is that even though the holds list may say, like, you may not get this title for 90 months or something crazy, um, <laughs> oh my God. the Porter County Library or Westchester Library patrons, whoever it may be, they get their patrons get first dibs on titles that they purchase. And so... It might show oh. that you've got a really long wait time, but 
when we see a lot of people that we know purchase or uh, putting a hold on it, then we purchase an extra copy and helps that hold time move through a lot faster. I so see. most people are getting their titles in under 20 days now, I believe. Yeah, and she wasn't complaining because, you know, there's a thousand other books she could read. But, yeah, it, it was kind of interesting to me how it worked. And you explaining it, it makes a lot of sense. She yeah. didn't complain, but Andy did. I always complain. <laughs> you know me. It's, it's one of those <laughs> things that I, I wish because the technology exists for everybody to have it simultaneously. But that's not how it works in Libby. But I will say is we have another product called Hoopla. Hoopla, strange name. <laughs> um, but... Hoopla has access to different titles, different movies, um, TV shows, books, comic books, all sorts of things. Is that another Play Store It's a download? different app that you would download, Hoopla. Yep. And that one's interesting because you can actually stream movies on your television set if you have a smart TV with it. What? Yeah. And so with Hoopla... That's a big deal. Oh, That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, actually, no. if for those people who like to stream at home, there's a couple of uh, setups like that. Um, one is called Indie Flicks as well that can do the same sort of thing, and you can watch those. Canopy is another one, um, and these offer different movies, concerts, different things. Yep. Digital Hoopla. or the one below it? Uh, the Hoopla Library app for Android is the one that if you had an Android device you'd want. Okay. And um, when you do that, again, you plug in your... <laughs> you can tell what I'm doing. <laughs> that's my favorite way to do it. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can check out those books and those are a different lending model. And so we don't actually own any of those titles. Blue? Yep. The blue one right there. We don't <laughs> own. So in Libby, we actually own all those titles or we've purchased them. Um, in Hoopla, they give their entire catalog out there and they say, check out anything we've got. Go ahead. And then the library. I dare has, you. Yeah. Well, the library. Knock it has, off. I dare you. I love it. They have a different purchasing model there where we purchase per use versus owning the title. Oh. And so you can check out, I think it's 15 a month, 10 or 15 a month, I forget off the top of my head. Um, and then you can check out all those titles, and you're wow. off and running. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and those ones you can check out simultaneously, so they don't have holds on them. So I guess what we've got to say is, we only got a few minutes left here. Uh, for anyone that's listening to the show, and we talked about an awful lot, if you have any library questions, I imagine, just walk in yes. and, and uh, ask one of the people at the desks, and I'm sure they'll be very gracious and helpful. Show you how to use everything. Okay, that's cool. Oh my God, what are you, Canopy? This one, once you check it out, this one you actually check it out in OverDrive, and when you open it, you get access to all sorts of um, entertainment once you download their app, and you're off and running. So now I gotta download Canopy? Canopy gives you access to movies, for example, in here. Lots and lots of TV shows, um, concerts, all sorts of stuff. Oh, my phone's going to be full of stuff. So I guess what I would tell the people, the listeners, is the library does a lot. A lot more than you even know, a lot more than I know, and a lot yeah. more we can talk about on the show. So utilize their website, or like Greg said, go into the, the branch and talk to them. There might be something like, you. would you think they rented a sewing machine? You know, that's a great, great yeah, public wild. service. Oh, so oh, these are things too. that... Okay. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, if you, we, we check out Verizon and T-Mobile hotspots at the library. So if you're going oh on my vacation, goodness. check out a hotspot and go. It's great. it's great for people who can't afford access to Internet access, and we're trying to help increase that digital um, literacy and connection. How We've long do you get stuff. to take it out for? Or uh, how? Seven days without a hold being on it. Um, 
There's a hold on a hot spot. Oh goodness, They're, they got a holds list every time. Well, think about traveling with four kids, Greg. Yes. You take a hot spot in your car. Now they all got tablets. That oh, they okay. Can now, all right. Now, God, we only yeah. got a couple minutes left. But yeah. so that being said, let's say I'm going on vacation the first week of July. Yeah. Can I reserve it now so that not for that date? What you do is you put your name on the list for it. Okay. And um, you'll. It takes a few weeks for you to kind of learn where you're going to fall in the line because they're so popular. Oh my God. Um, but we've got close to 40 of them, 50 of them, something like that. So okay. they have a fairly quick turnaround. So the holds are long, okay. but we churn through it pretty darn quick. Okay. So that's just, so unfortunately people can't reserve six months or three months nope. out. They just kind of got to. First come, first serve. Okay. The books. But if you can, if you learn to time it right with your holds and when you pick it up, you'll be just fine. Awesome. Wow. T-Mobile, Verizon. So depending on where you're going, you'll have good access. That's amazing. Oh, that's, a, that's a service I would have never thought was offered, let alone 40 to 50 of these units available. Oh, yeah, that's if you guys amazing. stop by the library sometime, do a uh, we'll do a tour. Version. Yeah, you'll be just okay. blown away by everything. Let's do that. There. Yeah. All right, and we we are out of time. So uh, we had Jesse Butts on from the uh, executive director of Porter County Library System, and amazing. So uh, go go have some questions check it out the go go to the library the people i guess they're not library are they librarians there are librarians, librarians. okay yeah. yeah but otherwise uh we have to go it's uh this has been wvlp 103.1 103.1 fm porter county buzz uh, when your host greg sims the other host andy bozek and we are out of time so we'll see you next week <laughs> bye have a good week guys <laughs>